This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. Called to help guide unbelievers to Christ and to provide nourishment for the sheep and the Lamb of God through the Holy Bible. Today I want to share a great word with you today from Jeremiah chapter 31. 31 through 34. I want to read it to you in the New King James Version. It is a very powerful scripture that I hope you will Continue to think about after I share some thoughts with you from this text. It says this, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant, which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord, But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, said the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest of them says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and their sin. I will remember no more. The hearts you see in this text, three major themes. First of all, God reminds the Jews that he began to use in the Bible to just reveal himself in a deeper aspect. Or Adam knew God, but God chose the Jews to take us deeper into our relationship with him. And one thing God had to do because of the law of sin. The, the law of sin says the wage of sin is death. If you sin, you're going to die. And that death occurred in Adam. And because we're part of his lineage, lineage, We are living with the curse of sin, which is a death. And that death is a separation from God. And anything that is separated from God will eventually end up in a place that is very uncomfortable. It's it's outside of the Garden of Eden. It's outside of a body that's perfected. It's outside of God's favor where he gives us things that give us good lives. And so what what God does and what he did, he used the Jews to give them his word, his law. For when they came out of Egypt, God gave them the Ten Commandments through Moses written on tablet, on rock. And we know that rock, that word, eventually got transferred to paper. It was paper that was sacred to the Jews. And then the word has now, through 
powerful people been put on paper and mass produced to everyone. Why did God want that to happen? He wanted the world, everybody, to find out not only about the old covenant, the Old Testament, but about his new covenant, his new agreement with mankind, his new invitation to tell us what we need to do to have a relationship with God. You see, dear hearts, God did not create us to stand alone. But he, he created us to stand with him, to have a relationship with him. And so he reminded the Jews in this text, my covenant that you broke, though I was a husband to you. This is what happened. But, but listen to this, this, the second main theme in this text. God begins to introduce what I call the New Testament, the new agreement, the new plan for becoming a part of God's word, becoming a part of God's world, a way of allowing the word of God to become alive in us. He said, I will put my law in their minds, write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother saying, know the Lord for they shall all know me. From the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. I will. He said, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to forgive their iniquity and their sin. I will remember no more. You see here in this, this scripture that God is introducing the New Testament, the new agreement. And in this new agreement, God says on this round, I'm going to do something different. I gave you my law. I gave you my plan. You decide to break it. And so this is stage two. I'm, I'm going to try the, the second plan. This time I'm going to live in you. I'm going to write it on your heart. I'm going to be your God. I'm going to give you my word. I'm going to give you my will. I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue to put the law that started on rock onto paper and and we all know now it's electronic. You can go on your computer and elect, find electronic documents that will just share with you the New Testament, the new plan, the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, straight down to Revelation. You will begin to learn the plan that God has to make you his child. You see, dear hearts, God's word has come to become alive in us. He wants to be a part of you. And I, and I share this today that you are very much so desired by the Lord. He values you as much as we don't value each other where we will hurt one another. We will assassinate each other. We will kill you in front of the camera. Oh yes. We don't, we don't care who's watching. We have lost because of our lack of, of oneness with God, that thought of how precious each created being is on the face of this earth. God has decided it's now about me and you developing what I call a new covenant, a new agreement in our relationship 
And so the third main theme in this text is how that relationship starts. It starts with forgiveness. Accepting God's forgiveness in our life. For the last phrase in this text says, For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. In other words, a big part of the New Testament, the new agreement that God now has with mankind is our invitation to allow God to forgive us of our sin. Now, there are two components to forgiveness. The first component, the first step of understanding and experiencing forgiveness is to always keep in mind that God forgets. He forgets all of your sins that have been confessed unto him. When you ask God to forgive you from all your sin, that's something we need to do every day. Forgive me my trespasses as I forgive those that trespass against me. Jesus, in our prayers to the Lord, he directed us in what we call the Lord's Prayer to say, God, forgive me my trespasses. Why? Because confess sin is forgotten sin. Condemnation is no longer a part of your life. When we ask God to forgive our sin. And the Spirit of the Lord told me to tell you that some of you listening today are thinking too much about your past. And you need to let that go. And to get into your relationship with God where that sin no longer exists. And I will take it another step further. If you are around people who cannot let go of your past, you need to change and get out of that relationship. That is not about God. You are not created to live in an atmosphere of condemnation. Where there are times when even if you did get things right and better, that person brings those things up. God does not plan to live for you to live in a state of condemnation constantly. He wants you to let that thing go. Let that past go. Let those events go. Yeah, you did wrong. But now it's time to get it right and to begin a new life with God. You see, when God is with you and thinks about you, he's always thinking about the future. He wants your life to get better and better and better. Oh, yes. God never planned for your conversation with him to always be about what you've done, but what you're going to do with him now being a part of your life. The word of God comes to bring us into a life of correction, a, a life of, of cleaning us up, t- getting the dirt off of us, and then giving us the plan to stay clean. Oh, yes, God does not want us to, to repeat sin over and over and over. I, I call it a cycle of sin. But he comes into our life, and I'm, and I'm going to share this scripture before I go today in the book of Second Timothy 3.16, it says all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for reproof, for correction, for doctrine, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete. 
The word of God comes to finish us up. And I share this word today out of Jeremiah 31 and 31 through 34 to let us know that that plan of the word of God to become a part of our heart, to become a part of our mind, begins in our relationship with Christ where God, through the forgiveness of sin, causes us to live in an atmosphere where the past is forgotten. The second main focus of forgiveness that comes from the Lord is a restored relationship and fellowship. He wants to become your friend. He wants to be the person in your life that will cause your life to never be the same again. It's going to get better and better and better forgiveness God forgets and God restores he brings you close to him he wants to become a part of your daily life dear hearts I pray today that as you arise daily that you remember to bring in the aspect of forgiveness God wants you beloved I've got to go God bless you and I hope to share again with you next week This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh.